Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Directly before your face, you see New Lara. Eyes are sunken. Her complexion is sallow. Help me. Help me. A large sign notes the town name of Fairhaven. And as you come in, you notice that people have begun to return to this town. I, I think it's a, a good sign. Everything's returning to normal, I guess. Should we see if they uh, need a hand or anything? Or? And as you get around the corner to the town square, you see the ground starting to heave up. Coming up from it are monstrous centipedes. Things are uh, about to get moist. The second one that you hit kind of turns to you and looks with its beady eyes as you strike into its face, and it explodes back and out towards some running people. They're covered in centipede goo. Sorry about that. Head back out into the streets. You begin to feel a rumble. Well, I can't. That can't be good. As you see a giant centipede. So we're talking like a dune level sandworm. It screams and looks down towards you. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're D and D Fifth Edition actual play podcast. That's what we are. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. How on earth he even gets up in the morning and accomplishes anything without me is a miracle. If I don't write it down, it doesn't happen. I'm very tired. I don't understand why. I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid. And also with me, because it's we've talked a little bit and kind of lost the flow, Tom Laird! Hey, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. He is a champion fighter. He's a dwarf as well. Side note. Welcome to another Carla Free episode. Amy's out of wine. We've got a problem. Amy's out of wine. I just ran out of wine. We got a problem. A Carla's problem. not here, and Amy is out of wine. Well, only one of those is a real big problem. I'll let you folks decide which one it is. Totally up to you. You know what? Maybe we'll post a poll over on Patreon, where which we sometimes the, do that. Which is the bigger travesty. No Carla in the episode today, or Amy has nothing else Amy to drink. Amy out of wine with, like, skulls and exits. <laughs> it's up to you. Only you can decide. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And when you're over there and you are a patron, you... Hey, get a get shout an, out. Can get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Jacob Madden. Jacob Madden, you have a bitchin' name. I Thanks, just Jacob. Say. Thank you, Jacob. You rock. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D. We're jumping right back into the action. Well, Roll yeah, for initiative. Screaming in our faces. He is nonplussed and screams back something like, I've taken shits bigger than you. 13 for <laughs> 19. <laughs> it's all the shit talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's really, really wanting to uh, kind of come back. <laughs> uh, okay. So to repaint the picture, because, you know, 
pictures rather than just screaming in your face, people might not remember. There, uh, you found yourself in a town called Fairhaven, and they had a problem with some centipedes, uh, to which you became exterminators and took some out. But then, a monstrous, giant, huge, 30-foot-high centipede came erupting from the ground and is now screaming down upon you, and it is Thea's turn. I hate centipedes, and I... Did you forget what you were fighting? Yes. No. And I cast Blight upon it. Mm. So, um, I am... that The creature's now awash in necromantic energy. Necromantic energy. That's what it says. And uh, it must make a constitution saving throw. Bet his constitution's real shitty because it's Probably a fucking insect. Real shitty. Real shitty. Yeah. Still has to do that. That's a 20. Yep, real shitty. You're a bitch. Wait, was that to Russ or the centipede? Yes. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. We got a poll. Was it for Russ or was it for the centipede? <laughs> Is Russ a bitch? <laughs> yes or yes? <laughs> <laughs> It's only going to be one There's choice. The two options, they're both yes the same. Yes or hell yes. Okay. 51. So you'll take 25. Yes. Dommage. Um, describe to me what your blight looks like. Uh, it comes out as like, uh, you know what um, like Hexus looks like? No. In the Infern Gully? All like mm. sticky and bubbly and smoky, but oil slicky at the same time, and it makes like the weird like like was that just like a bubble that looked like a strange like ghost head? It does that. <laughs> the centipede uh, having it it impact its its exoskeleton and shrivel up some of its legs on its on its side quarter. Let's out a shriek as it's now Flint's turn. Neat. Uh, how far away from Flint is this bad boy? Oh, it's big and it's like right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's coming at you. Um, can I roll some sort of check to see if there's any, like, if I can determine any maybe weak spots on this bad boy? Mm-hmm. Maybe in nature? I will roll a nature. Uh, that is a 23. You sense that um, its exoskeleton is very, very um, hard. Even the the joints of which it has between the individual plates seem very well fortified. It has two beady eyes up high on its head. And a gaping maw. Okay, so it's got a couple soft parts, but they're 30 feet up in the air. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, the butt. <laughs> or the butt. Centipede butt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, since the butt's on the other side of me, uh, I'm going to go for throwing my dwarven thrower up in its uh, general head region. Okay. Then maybe determining how well I roll will be what it hits. That's that works for me. Uh, first attack is a 16. 
You throw your dwarven thrower, and it goes up and glances off one of the plates nearest its face and begins falling back towards the ground. Okay. Uh, it uh, has arrived back into my hands, and I will throw it again. Uh, this one is a 19. <laughs> that will hit. Okay. Uh, so that is 11 magic bludgeoning damage. It impacts, like, in its jaw. Like, you see it hit and buckle one of the the plates below it, um, cracking it and splintering it. Okay, I'm going to throw uh, another one at that same area. Uh, that is a 29. Oh, hang on. That is, in fact, a critical, because I now have criticals on 18s as well. Jesus. All right. You are critically hit it. Excellent. Uh, so that is... Ooh, the roll was not very great. Uh, 8 plus 6, so 14 magic bludgeoning damage. Your thrower goes up, and with such force, it cu- it cracks through and into the mouth of the centipede, um, and centipede guts goo like begin to fall down on top of you make a dexterity saving throw guts and goo guts and goo gross uh that is a 20 but it wasn't critical you dodge out of the way but as your hammer returns it too is covered in guts and goo so you still get guts and goo on you no jokes on you i got guts (laughs) and gooed got him guys all right podcast Uh, over (laughs) mission accomplished it is the centipede's turn, and it goes to rears up and goes to dive down on top of Flint with Shit. a big old bite. That is going to be a 19. Yeah, that'll hit. All righty then. Ooh, when did Ace Ventura show up? Um, at the same time, it's it's mm. stale it stale tinger. It's tail stinger. Which you now see, yeah. Which you now see come into view up and out of the ground, swings towards Thea for a twenty-four to hit. Miss. Not true. Doesn't get me. Um, Flint, you're going to take twenty-two piercing damage. Oh dang! Um, and if the target is a large or smaller creature, it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Uh, so I'm going to take nineteen, and I need to do a dex save. Uh, yes. That is a 11, but I am going to, uh, re-roll a saving throw that I failed, because I'm pretty sure I failed that one. Maybe. (laughs) 100% I did. Uh, that is a 17. Uh... That also fails. So I'm going to okay. re-roll one more time. I can do it oh, three Jesus. times. <laughs> Ooh, it's an 18. <laughs> <laughs> so close. So, so close. close. Uh, you are now swallowed by oh, the no. centipede. You are inside of the centipede. Shit. And the tail attack. Let's come back to that now. You're going to take 19 piercing damage. and oh, uh, oh, it's poison. You can take 19 piercing damage. <laughs> 
And it doesn't matter about the poison. Should have ate you and stung him. Fuck you and your poison. I'm still resistant to poison, so That's it wouldn't true. have been too bad. Um, it is your turn, and you take damage uh, at the start of the worm's turn. So you, it's your turn, Flint. What? Okay. Nope, Thea. Thea's first. Sorry. Like he should, he Look, should have four turns. Flint's usually first. <laughs> he did go first. No, he, he didn't. didn't. I go first. I don't know. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere. You said that Flint doesn't get damaged. You see Flint get eaten as you get pierced by this tail stinger. So he is now inside, but you as a oh, character wait, as... don't know um, what you're doing. For it. You, you uh, yeah, I'm going to aim at the tail end of him because I assume Flint hasn't had the time to like Go all the way. Slow down there. To de- digestive yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna aim like lower half. Plus I just got got by the tail, so fuck him. So my five foot diameter sphere I throw at the lower half of this giant turd creature. Mm-hmm. And let's make a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Fine. It doesn't save. Okay. Sorry, I saw your Wait. 17. Thought you were going to say a higher number. <laughs> and then he said a lower number, but my response was already cocked. <laughs> I just went ahead with the confidence. Uh, so since I am casting this at 6th level, it's actually going to be 5d6. Fire damage. 10, 15, 16 fire damage. Yeah. It shrieks. Yeah, it does. I love the sound. Some of the legs sizzle and sh- like, you know, like shrivel up. Lots like, of slurping like, noises tonight. Like, uh, like insects do when they're near fire. I don't, I don't know. Burn a lot of insects in your childhood no. here, Russ? Are we uh, uncovering some Ooh, weird? Oh, is this a true crime podcast all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> there were signs. All right, Flint, you find yourself inside of a giant centipede. It's not feeling good. Getting hotter feel, by a minute. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, but you're you're. What did I say? Restrained and blinded. Blinded. Now, what does being restrained mean? That's a good question. Like, can he swing an axe? Yeah. Oh, you just have well, disadvantage on the Restrained are you? Um, restrained. Your speed becomes zero. Can't benefit from any bonus to speed attack rolls against the creature. Have advantage. Uh, that would be against you, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So you got disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Dex saving throws. Okay. And you can't move. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll uh, stab it with my moist tongue longsword. Sure. Which I'm assuming is still all moisted, and I don't need to moist it up again. You Wouldn't have- that be awful if you had to open your mouth to say something? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I assume so. You didn't turn it off, so. Yeah. Uh, and you said with disadvantage, correct? Yes. Okay, so the first one was an 18. Uh, second one is a 19. So 18, I guess. Uh, 18 will hit. Okay. Now I'm going to add the damage correctly this time, because I've taken away uh, one of the D10s, so I can't roll it. Okay, that is 21 damage. You strike out and into the esophagus of the centipede. I assume they have esophagus as esophagi. I mean, I would think so. Yeah. 
Um, and it, um, he, it definitely slices into. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll try and do that again. Uh, first one's a 25. Second one's a 23. Uh, 25, 23. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so that is 14 and 10, 24 damage that time. You feel the blood begin to pour into and down around you from the wound that you're opening up. You feel it begin to contract around where you are and attacking. Um, I would like to use my lightning breath. Because I haven't done that for a long time. Yeah. Uh, is that a roll or does it just happen? Uh, it's a saving throw, but I don't think the worm can get out of the way. I mean, way. it's literally coming from inside the house. The call's coming from yeah. inside the house in this situation, <laughs> so... Get out of the house! Okay. Uh, that is 16 lightning damage. And you begin to... You you tell me what it looks like inside of here. Nobody can see, but what, what does it look like? Uh, it's very, very bright. Uh, inside of this for Flint. Uh, maybe on the outside, like the, you can see it like a little flash of light in there. <laughs> Where, wherever it has been pierced, it's just... Just a little, little break of light. But yeah, it's, it's very, very bright for Flint, uh, doing this lightning breath in this centipede. So much so that it even cauterizes some of the wound that you opened up so you feel less blood trickling down on top of you. Because it took... Um, some damage uh, above us, above 30. Uh, it must make a constitution saving throw to see if it can remain swallowed. You can remain swallowed. Oh, he doesn't barf you back up. Yeah, uh, That is uh, 18, which does not succeed. So you get, you feel its throat uh, constrict around you and push you forward and throw you out. And you are 30 feet in the air, my friend. Awesome. So we're going to get some fall damage here. That is fair. Less awesome. Um, I have to remember how fall damage works. I think he's going to take five. I think it's uh, per every ten feet. It's some sort of D, maybe eight, maybe ten. D6. Six. One D6 bludgeoning uh, for every ten feet fell. It fell. So let's say three D6. That's six, ten, uh, thirteen bludgeoning damage as you fall and crash to the ground. Do I submit or do I subtract three for my heavy armor mastery because of that? If it's, it counts for bludgeoning, then yeah. I mean, it says bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing non-magic damage, so. That's just straight bludgeon, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I will take you fell on then. the ground, yep. You know how armor works, so you turned right to the side and only threw out half of your back. Right? little action yeah. roll in there as I fall. Yeah. Um, it is now the centipede's turn. And it doesn't like that you did that. And it's going to try and bite you. reflux. It's going to try and bite you again. And being that you are knocked prone, it gets advantage. So that is... Uh, t- uh, no, uh, 27. Uh, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. Uh, so we're gonna take 22 piercing damage and then another dexterity saving throw. Oh man, it's gonna, it's gonna barf you up and eat you again. 
All right, I've taken my 19 piercing damage. God, always 19. Uh, that is a 14. I don't think that's going to do it. No. Uh, <laughs> Good, back in I go. <laughs> it throws you, and you can tell that it looks, <laughs> it, it looks like real upset that you made it throw you up. And now it comes down to eat you again and chomps once and then swallows you whole. It swings its tail stinger at you. That's a that's a natural 20. Are you sure it's at me? Well, he's in its stomach. Well. I mean, he could have swung it at his own stomach. <laughs> how smart is it, really? Uh, so that's going to be 38 piercing damage. Are you sure? Christ almighty. Yeah. I'm taking more damage now than I did during the rise of Tiamat. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm what is Tiamat if not just a fucking five-headed centipede? Right. 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 Um, yeah. No, it's kind of funny that that's how that's working out. Um, it is your turn, Thea. You see that, well, you feel the tail stinger pierce into you, and it pulls back and le- goes to land on a house, and you see people um, in, through a window. It's, like, up in the air, and you see it oh, kind of Oh, God. Falling. I... I... There's no way I'm going to get to it in time. I scream to them, get out! And um, I I use a bonus action to sl- Oh, no. This centipede didn't move. And since it didn't move, it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, seven. Seven? Nope. So it's going to take 5d6 again. So that's 5, 11, 12 fire damage. Okay. Then I'm going to, I'm just trying to distract it at this point, maybe like get it to move its tail. I don't know. I'm going to, with a bonus action, I'm going to slam the sphere. Like I'm going to draw it back and slam it into it uh, for another, you have to make the saving throw again. Nine. Nope, not good enough. Another 5d6. So that's 10, 18, 21 damage. Fire there you damage. Go, Amy. Yeah, here I go. Here I go. And now for my real Z's turn, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Uh, and I point to it, and the sound of dolorous mm-hmm. bells fill the air around it. And it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Have you casted this before? Is this new? No, I've casted before. Really? When? Yeah. I can't remember, but I have. Okay. <laughs> Episode 62. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, holy shit. <laughs> wow. Like that is <laughs> pulled it from the ether. <laughs> uh, sorry, what am I doing? Const- Wisdom, Wisdom saving throw. Yeah. How smart is this thing? Seven. Uh, yep, that's not going to work. And so it's going to take 3d12 necrotic damage. Hmm. A nine and a five is 14. Plus one is a 15. 15 necrotic damage. I mean, it wouldn't be an Amy attack if there wasn't a one in there somewhere. Right. With the force of the fireball and then these bells ringing around what I assume centipedes have ears. Or the vibration, the vibration of the bell would probably it freak is. it out. The whole yeah. nervous system. Begins to shake. Flint, you feel this vibration run through um, and begin to spasm all the muscles. The, uh, the tail swings wide of the house because it's 
blasted into I do a phew. Um, the people inside um, hear your scream for getting the fuck out, and they do so. They run out. Um, and then it's is that what you're doing? Yeah, it seemed like a lot for Thea. It was didn't no, it was it? really yeah, good. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I just wasn't sure if there was anything else. No, we're um, good. And then it's back to Flint. You are now inside again. Okay. Still, still inside. You are still, still again inside. Still inside. All right. Uh, I guess I will go back to attempting to attack this thing. All right. Uh, first rolls a twenty-seven. Second one's a twenty-four. Yep. Okay, so that is 5 plus 8 plus 10, so 18 damage that time. Writing it down this time. <laughs> Not that All I right, did before. second attack. Listen. First one is an 18. Second one is a 24. What's the lowest that you can roll? Like uh, 11 would be a crit fail. Okay. So, I mean, okay. the first one was an 8. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, anything no, I'm crazy. Just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out if you can actually... F- like miss this thing, mm. but yeah, you you can. Yeah. Okay, um, yep. <laughs> I mean, Flint's Flint's a beefy boy. Yeah. Uh, so that is twenty eight damage on that one. Hmm. Okay. You begin to feel that the the good old feels of the just old that warm regurgitation. Warm. Yeah. Um, that being said, if I feel this starting to happen, I'm going to roll my next attack. First one was a 27. Uh, mm-hmm. second one is a 15. 15 does not hit. Oh, it does not hit. All right. It does not hit. No. Oh, I mean, I that's some, surprising for inside. I had something fun but... planned if I was going to be, uh, regurgitated oh, up, but. Foiled again. It's all right. the numbers. It's math game. Fucking math. Um, okay. It must make a constitution saving throw. Which it succeeds. So I stay in there? So you stay in there. And do I take damage? On its turn, okay. which is right now. <laughs> so, so yes. Yes? Yes. Uh, you are going to take, as you feel the blood and the stomach acids pouring over you, you are going to take 21 acid damage. You're tripping balls right now. Well, I don't have a resist for that. You do not. All right. You don't have 21. that stomach acid resist. Seems like 21 has been this thing's like MO. I thought 19 has been. I've taken a couple 19s. Oh, I have had 19s. That's right. Okay, 21. 22. Uh, down to 150. Yep. All right. Um, and it, uh, it, so you begin to feel yourself move further down into the worm. You'd think breathing would be a problem here. We'll say, but what, but what, it happens so fast, right? In think, their Russ. air bubbles. Yeah, we don't pay you to think. Fair enough. We don't pay you to think. Yep. That's right. You're really just yep. a pretty you're face not, here. Yeah, you're not. You're not in like the the large, you know, small intestine yet. Large, small intestine. I mean, really, if you want to get all nitty gritty with it, think about the magic school bus. I How often do. How did they do. survive in the stomach? They had magic. Flint doesn't have magic. No. But Anyways, this is a giant centipede for Christ's Centipede sake. swings its tail towards the. Uh, and I jump? No, I don't think you're going to jump and gave this one. That's an 18 plus 9 is 27. Yeah, but just barely. Yeah, so you're going to take. 19? 19 piercing damage. <laughs> and then it's going to turn and move, like just jump up into the air trying to bite you. What? How many turns does it have? It's two. 
Probably just the two. But it always was biting me and then tailing you. So. Right. 18 to hit. Well, mm-hmm. It's 22 piercing damage. Holy fuck. How you doing there, Amy? Oh, I have got 11 hit points left. Oh. I'm just peachy. Maybe it's time to, like, wild shape into something? Maybe yep. a dexterity saving throw first. Oh, right. Do that, yeah. Because he's chompa chompa chompa. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily swallow you up. Oh, right. I forgot about the swallow. So dexterity saving throw, you say. Welcome to the middle. We're here now. And so are you. This is the place where we tell you how awesome you are. You're awesome. <laughs> you're so awesome. You're really Let's awesome. Begin. You look great today. The new thing you're doing. The hair is amazing. Really working. And I love it. Um, and more importantly than that, you're a good person. That's the most important Beautiful part. on the inside and the outside. 100%. Well, middle over. <laughs> well, hold on. We just told them how much we love them and how great they are. Can oh, right. we maybe share some of the great things that they've said about us? Uh, yes, because so just many people have said so many nice things about us. And part of being a podcast, if you've heard any podcasts, is asking for ratings and reviews, which we do not do very often. Mostly because... It's annoying if you ask too often. If you ask too often, it's like, please. How desperate are we? Yeah. Real desperate, but I mean, pretty desperate. pretend to be yeah. not desperate. Um, so that's what we're doing today is we're being desperate. Um, by asking you to give us ratings and reviews. I don't know if this is going well anymore, but we're doing it. Um, and we're going to read you some reviews and that people had given us. Yeah, I got one. I got one from Christopher Grawak. Did I say that right? Grawak. Graw Rock. Graw Rock. This is from Facebook. And Christopher says, first off, five stars. Now on to the review. So I came upon this lovely podcast, much like how Thea came upon that poison chest. <laughs> the first... <laughs> so completely by accident, and you somehow hurt all your friends when you found us? Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. The first few episodes hurt because of the audio, but I was yeah. so caught up with the story that it didn't matter. I grew attached to Thea Flint and Nulara, also Grancis and Flamikins. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys do phenomenal work. I listen to you guys at work, and a lot of times I have to bite my tongue to be quiet for the sake of me not looking like a loony talking to you at work. You guys are awesome. I'm saddened to see this adventure come to an end, but very excited for the next. You guys are awesome. You doinks. Pretty sure this was left at the end of season one. Hence this adventure <laughs> yeah, engine. But the adventure continues on. Christopher, if you're listening yeah. and you have listened to the new adventure, let us know what you think. Absolutely. Live up to your expectations. Um, uh, I was going to say something. Was it important? Obviously not. It's gone now. <laughs> uh, this is from I Hate Hipsters on Apple Podcasts. Great actual play podcast. All the best parts of sitting around playing with your friends without all the bathroom breaks. Because Russ edits those out. Side note. Russ, Amy, Carla, and Tom have great chemistry, and the fun they are having is obviously genuine. The show has inspired me to find a group and start playing again after a 20-plus year break. Ooh. Seriously. Give it a listen. Do it. Seriously. Awesome. Seriously. Come on, guys. After a 20-plus year break? That's a Yeah, that's, that's awesome. fantastic. Really that's like cool. getting someone to eat cheese again. That is what that's exactly <laughs> Such a like. Specific. Yeah. Thing everybody, to say. everybody just gave Amy a, a look. It was a look. Yeah. Because in my head, it made sense. Like cheese is fantastic, 
And if you took a 20-year break and then had cheese... <laughs> shut up, Tom. Just <laughs> please follow me here. If, if you, So you like cheese, but then you took like a huge hiatus because you read a book about how cheese is bad for you or something, but it was completely bogus. And then 20 years later, you had brie. <laughs> or this is requiring like that. way too many logical leaps. I know it's there's. It would so just be many. fantastic. Why did you take it the break be, in the first place? Because I don't know. It's too complicated. Let's just say, like, yeah, Amy. Yeah, Amy. It's like yeah, totally. Amy, it's like that right. cheese thing that you Tom, were talking you got about. Thank review you. For us? Yep. Yeah, I have another one from Apple Podcasts. This one's from LLTMS Fanboy Four Seventeen. It's called Lovely Five Stars. I'm finally caught up, so now I'm impatient to hear what's next. 80 episodes in a month is just not enough of these lovelies. I get my fill with D&D, dick jokes, and darlings in one pod. Thank you. Well, thank you. That is too many episodes in one month, but I love you. I remember listening or reading that review when it first popped up, and I was like, D&D, dick jokes, and darlings. Like, new podcast name. We're not rebranding and we're not starting another podcast. Hard rebrand. Let's do it. Uh, so with that, thank you for all those lovely reviews. We will we will try to read some more soon, uh, sooner than later, because we thank you, we just want to thank you very much for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have not left us a review, we would encourage you and uh, appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review. Apple Podcasts is the big one, um, but you can also leave them uh, on Stitcher or on Facebook or anywhere, and we will find them. And that's what matters, not necessarily if it helps anything. Like Any rating and review helps is really what it is. Just gets us out in front of some more people. So links are down in the description as to all the places that you can review, and we would like you to do that. So thank you very much. Okay, bye. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. 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 How about a 15? Wait. Wait, I'm going to use a lucky point, <laughs> and I'm going to roll it again. Nat 20. Oh. Then that succeeds. I can put my book Put down. that book away, Russ. Hey, little bookworm. Get out of here. Um, and it is your turn as the worm begins to burrow back into the ground. Oh, fuck no. You're going to get taped um, so away. So it burrows 30 feet into the ground. I said it was 30 feet. So you see its tail just kind of sticking out of the ground as it's going. I run over. And since its tail's still sticking out of the ground, it's still in my fireball zone. Because it didn't go anywhere. Oh, come It did go. It went up and down and in. Fireball was not on top of you. The f- it If it did it move more than five feet away from the fireball that was centered on it before. Yes. Really? It's it... now all underground. You said the tail was sticking out. This much, because it's a 30-foot thing, and it went 30 feet into the ground. I love how he's not giving an inch. I'm at sure. 11 hit points, folks. Hit me with your fire. No, it's fine. I will move the fireball, though, because since it's so big, that's a hole I can shove a fireball up its ass. So I'm gonna do that. So make a make yourself what is it, a constitution saving throw? I mean probably Let's a dexterity see. saving throw. But it's a dex. For for Keister. For Keister. Wow. That's a that's a zero. Oh. Nope, that's a minus one. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh well I feel pretty good. So the flaming fear flaming fear. That's great. Uh, 5d6. Oh, shit. 
10, 16, 23 fire damage. That's a bonus action, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, frankly, I'm, I'm going to heal. Yeah. I'm going to choose myself and a surge of positive energy washes through me. Causing me to regain 70 hit points. Oh, dang. Flintster. All right. Uh, I guess I'm uh, going to go back to attempting to cut this thing from the inside. Do it. Uh, first one's a 25. Second one is an 18. That will hit. Uh, you from inside also like begin to hear and feel like rock and stone coming down towards you. Uh, so that is eight and two is 10 and another 10 is 20 damage that time. All right. Uh, 22 and a 24. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, 11, 13 and 10 is 23 damage. So tell me how you escape from this, this dead giant centipede. Ah! Uh, I guess... Flint, like, Superman poses with his sword up in the air and tries to go through the butt. <laughs> yeah, he does. You hear the stones coming up from the, the entrance and you make a quick exit. Yeah, I like it. Um, Thea, you see Flint fly up with his sword through the buttocks. Hey. Cla- classy. I mean, you know, it's uh, tricky down there. I, I Thea pats her pockets and comes out with, like, what seems like a very insufficient hanky for the amount of goo that is covering Flint right now. You uh, you didn't want this back, did you? Cause... Nah, nah, man, it's all right, yours. All right, perfect. Yeah, it's yeah, yours. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So Flint just so, starts wiping off his face. What's, what was it like inside that giant gross monster? Uh, well, yeah, you just, you just really hit the, the, the nail on the head there with that last word you used. It was very gross. Oh, monster was the last word I used, but yes. Oh, well, I mean, the last adjective you used. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Wow. All that, all that reading you've been doing on this trip back is really. Well, I mean, there's not much else to do, right? Like, good God. I just want to say I'm really proud of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Proud of you. Kind of (laughs) look around and survey the destruction of the town and like well so uh what uh what now um i look back toward the cart is that dude still passed out in there mm-hmm. donnie's just kind of like <laughs> gently caressing his face by the way flint got like one little section of his face cleared off before that handkerchief became I would have unusable assumed that you would have done the beard first <laughs> yeah you would think so but i wanted to get it around the eyes oh or the mouth well, that too, but... Um, well, we should probably return return this guy before Donnie makes him a pet. But uh, maybe we can keep him. You can't keep a human. You keep animals. That's, for some reason, different. <laughs> Which seems less like I have a leg to stand on because you can talk. I mean, I'm pretty sure my intelligence is higher than this guy's, but, you know, whatever. Wow. 
You know what? I think he's been through enough today. How about we find you a real nice, like, real nice gnome? Uh Uh-huh. Something on the travel. Good way. Well, you can carry him around. Uh Uh-huh. Like new Lara carried you. Oh. Yeah, remember when you were all tiny? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, when I was tiny. So, never mind. It's all good. No, say it. Well, it's just, if I can't have a human, how come I can have a gnome? You well, can't a have lot this smaller. human. So smaller in- means more significant or insignificant? No, but it's just easier for you to carry around. Oh. I kind of like turn away from Donnie and just kind of mumble into Flint's ear like, I wasn't ready to parent him. I don't. <laughs> He's always asking yeah. questions I can't answer. <laughs> so teen You know years. what? Just trying to understand the hierarchy of you uh, bipedal creatures. It's completely oh, there arbitrary. Yeah. Oh. Totally arbitrary. Arbitrary. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We will consider you more of an equal next time you chip in in a fight. I was bi- I was babysitting the pet. I mean, the 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 person who got taken out and well, trying not to. What about during the first encounter with the other centipedes, though? You guys seemed like you had it under control. I mean, you were just like. Whirlwind in your 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 stuff, You're throwing things and like jumping pew pew, and I was like, "This is really cool." Yeah, I mean, you're we're not gonna... wrong. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Like at some point, we're gonna have to have a talk about your attitude, Mister. And how awesome it is! You got it. Um, like slowly pull the dude off of the cart and. Maybe prop him up, sitting up, like, against a tree. Check his vitals. Make sure he's breathing. Yeah, he's breathing. Okay. I write him a note. Sorry you got slimed. Um, welcome back to Fairhaven. Now centipede free. <laughs> Might want to call an exterminator. And I just, like, pin it to his lapel. Still passed out. Oh, well, yeah. No, he'll get that later. Though. Yep. He'll read it later. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you climb back in. You maybe have a towel in the back or flint changes or whatever. You know, I'll leave that up to you. Yeah. Um, and head back out on the road. He goes back on his naked way. <laughs> He's like, listen, now it's for necessity. Yeah. I'm like, don't you have a change of clothes? <laughs> nope, nope, not this time. <laughs> no, I could have sworn in your pack. No, no, I'm pretty sorry. sure I don't. Okay, all right. I think we'll kind of just fade off on that. We're riding off into a sunset. (laughs) Yeah, sitting with the reins. Flint just butt-ass naked beside him. Yep. You're gonna get splinters in your ass. And then, like, it it goes out with, like, the doom. The songs Nowhere Land, Infados, and The Machine Thinks are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Ryan Cushman, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. To find out more, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. So Tom's got like seven more attacks. I'm just going to go run and grab a drink. Okay.
<laughs> Don't kill it without me. Just kidding. You can kill it. <laughs> and you probably will. Oh, you've switched to beer? Or is that cider? No, I've switched to beer. Excellent. I don't have any more wine left. Wine before beer, you're in the clear. That's what they say, right? Is that what it is? And beer before wine, you'll feel fine. I don't see... Th there's no problem here anywhere. Yeah. You know, some druids, they wild shape. Mm -mm, not this one. Keelan. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutante, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. Clair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Oh, my God.